self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are a conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am red exotic also known as calamity red red exotic huh like joe exotic okay well if that's what you say I mean, I didn't realize how much of a stripper name it sounded like till I said it, and it's out there now. You're trying to let us in on a secret life you got going I'm not. On. I mean, I don't know. I might need to with this fucking quarantine. I don't know. Maybe. Is Red Exotic here tonight? <laughs> She's my favorite. She do something strange for a piece of change, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, my God. Who are we? We are Conversation Con Artists, back for another wonderful, fantastic episode. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at Red underscore Calamity. Also, we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show. So if you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is ConversationConArtists at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artists, and send it to us that way. I believe we did have someone send something in. We did. We had one of our wonderful, fantastic listeners send in a letter um, about a Facebook post, not a letter, but a post. And it says, ladies, what's the poorest shit a nigga did around you? And I want to ask you, Red, what's what's something that's really poor that a dude has done around you? Something that's poor? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, Before we get into the list. Or the the poor shit that a nigga's done. Um, I don't know. Like, I mean, I haven't done a whole ton of dating. And a lot of dating, most of the dating that I've done was in college and everybody was poor. So, like, we were all doing poor shit. So, nothing really stands out. Um, I don't right. know. I, and I don't do poor nigga shit because... <laughs> I either don't do shit or do something how it's supposed to be done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But this is going to give us some insight to, you know, what what's being done out here. So maybe you'll be saved knowing that you you don't have these moments. Yeah. All right. Ask me, can he come over because I was sick to make me feel better and couldn't buy no medicine, ginger ale or nothing? I mean, that's terrible, but that's not like, mm. I, I mean, I'm expecting some horrific things from a post like this, but that's... Stole my weed. Went in the gas station to get us something to drink and came out with one drink talking about I bought it for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that was expecting things like that. <laughs> that's poor shit. Like, what? I had oh, a $20 bill. I had a $20 bill on my dresser and he acted like he lost $20 in my room to see if I would give it to him. And I had a sneaker next to it and he took my Snickers. <laughs> oh hell no! Asked, can I put four or five dollars in the tank because he ain't have no change? What? First when of I, all, what year was that? Because four or five dollars ain't gonna get you too far. Well, right now it'll get you pretty far, but like, I guess it depends on where you live. I guess. I guess it depends if you live around the street from your weed man and Dollar General, then you good. <laughs> you don't got nowhere else to go. <laughs> I'm, I assume this hood living. <laughs> yeah. Went out to eat at the China Buffet. Soon as we got done, I got you on Friday, bae. What? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Started the meal knowing that he ain't had no money. 
and ain't said a shit. Then my thing is not even that, but you didn't say anything. Because what if I was not coming prepared to fucking pay? Now what we gonna do? You got me on front. Like, nigga, what? <laughs> How you know I got it? We might be fucked up in the game out here. Stole money out my purse. Then when he went in the bathroom, I looked under his mattress and there was my money. So I stole it back and then left and I never heard from him after that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Right, can yeah. you imagine felt when he lifted that mattress up and that fucking money wasn't there? I know, right? He was like, damn, this bitch got me. <laughs> damn. Walked around a gas station parking lot to bum a cigarette the first time we met up. Wow. Damn. You got a square? Nigga, you got a square? Ain't they called squares? Single yeah. cigarette? Got a square, nigga? <laughs> no. <laughs> Going through my ashtray looking for my blunt ducks. Wow. Yeah, I've never... I don't date these kind of niggas, so I've never... None of this ring reminiscent to me. Stole an Xbox from his little brother and pawned it, then tried to tell his whole family it was me. Wow! Damn! <laughs> you don't have these niggas hate me for stealing a child's Xbox and it was you. That's bitch made. That's real disrespectful. <laughs> Damn. Tied a shoestring around his pants as a belt. Oh, that's real sad. That's a different kind of poor. It is. <laughs> Shoestringless shoe. Jesus. Told me he wanted to take me on a date, and after we got there, it was time for the bill. Told me that I should be paying for his time. I left his ass there. I was 19 at the time. Wait a minute. <laughs> Pay for his time. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's, that's some bullshit. You can put a restaurant. Let me know how that for you. Recycled his cereal milk. Ew. Why would you do that? Say broke in my crib and took a whole shower while I was asleep. How you sleep through somebody taking a shower in your house? Uh, maybe because I have I would know if somebody came in my house all the time. Went and went to go get food and came back with two orders of Burger King dollar ninety eight cent nuggets. <sighs> I mean, he brought something back. <laughs> I don't know. Walked to the store and bought a single cigarette. Where y'all living where you can go and buy a single cigarette at the store? Stole money out my purse for a dice game and lost it all. Damn. Yeah, this some hood nigga shit. Dice games? Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. Put 67 cents on pump five. You get the fuck. What? This nigga pulled up with plastic on all windows except the windshield. His passenger door was burgundy. The rest of the car was green and it didn't have a driver door. Shit sounded like it was on his last good mile and he had a torque with Velcro to get out the driver's side like it was some fucking curtains but was in the store flashing money. Boy, get the entire fuck out of here. Damn. He didn't have no door on the damn car. Red, you still there? If you can hear me. You froze. You, you froze, too, on my side. Oh, okay. I don't know what it did for the audio. Did you hear that last one? Mm-mm. We on Skype, everybody, so I don't know if it'd be weird. I was just talking, the one with a Velcro on the car, the messed up car. Yes, okay, the messed yeah. up car. Um, 
Why are you even still riding around in that? Like, isn't that illegal to not have a have doors on your car? Can you even do that? Can't you get pulled over for this shit? I guess so. I I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read a little bit more. After divorcing my husband of six years, he gave me food stamps to grocery shop to help take care of our kid, his child support contribution. I took the baby on vacation Labor Day weekend. He called and checked on us frequently. Upon our return, I realized he had broken in my house and stayed for three days. Not only did he leave his dirty laundry in our daughter's room, he stole the meat I had purchased with the food stamps. <laughs> Damn. He would call it a check in to make sure y'all answers were coming back early. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, this girl said, gave me a pair of his shoes as my Christmas present. Yes, yes, shoes he had worn before. He even had the audacity to wrap them. P.S. I'm 5'10", and yes, I have big feet. Wow. <laughs> Took my bank card to pay for parking every day while visiting me in the hospital. Got out the hospital on my birthday, had no money in my account. He bought me a cake with my own card and everything. <laughs> Hell no. What kind of shit? That's the epitome of it's the thought that counts. <laughs> Not the <No>. purchaser. <laughs> Jesus. I've never experienced any of these, thankfully. Told me that my ramen chili flavor wasn't healthy for me, and he threw it out for me. I should be eating more fruits and veggies. Went to his place, and my noodles were there. <laughs> I had my initials on them because I had a roommate. <laughs> <laughs> like these are a different kind of broke this is that broke where you should not even fucking be that like what are you doing you got yeah, bigger you, fish to fry yeah you need to figure out life man before you're trying to figure <laughs> out relationships and shit God damn climbed up my 15 foot balcony and broke in my back door and stole my $1,698 paycheck and tried to cash it with my ID and a wig on my nigga, really? <laughs> I pulled up, this is another one. I pulled up to his house, and by the looks of the house, I should have known. His mattress was on the floor in the living room. He had a 19-inch box TV sitting on a chair. He was eating spaghetti, and when he finished, said, I got to watch this bowl right quick because my uncle got to eat, and we only have one bowl. Get I told him I had an emergency up. and had to leave. <laughs> Excuse tree sells bowls. There is no reason why you should not have multiple fucking bowls in your house. You go to Dollar Tree and get bowls. Y'all eating out of one bowl, grown ass man. No. No, sir. These shits is ridiculous, bro. Like, yes. This one says, took me out to eat and couldn't afford two meals, so he watched me eat. It was so uncomfortable, but still yeah. better than the sushi date, different guy, where once we were done eating, he told me we had to wait until after midnight to leave because that's when his direct deposit hit. It was 10 p.m. <laughs> I paid and never spoke to him again. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sir. Really? First of all, if you think I'm going to sit here with you for two... <laughs> and you don't even... You're not even guaranteed that that shit is going to hit at 12. Then. <laughs> that shit's so stupid. <laughs> Years ago, when me and my baby daddy used to live together, I bought our son a piggy bank. Anytime someone gave him money or if I had extra change, I would put it in the piggy bank. One day, I decided to count out what he had saved, and I was going to match the amount. Look inside, it wasn't a damn dime in his bank because my baby daddy was stealing our two-year-old's change the entire time to buy cigars and weed. 
This shit's so stupid. He bought cigars and what with the money? Weed. Nigga. Of course he did. All right, this is the last one. I swear to God on my child, this is a true story. The poorest thing a nigga did around me was one time I met up with a dude on Instagram to go on a date. I'm always giving and a nice person, so I go to the movies. First, I paid for both tickets to secure our spot and waited on him. Long story short, I go to the bathroom and come back. Why this nigga in the wishing well picking out quarters? Dude took $50 worth of quarters out of the well. He didn't even come to the movies with money. I never went out with him again after that day. Oh, and did I mention that the wishing well was in the middle of the mall? I was so fucking embarrassed. Damn. Wow. Hell no. Listen. All of these men sound like they had other things to be concentrating on instead of wooing women. Okay? Because you ain't got your life together. No, you got to understand that wooing women women was a part of it. This was the come up. The women no, was the wasn't. come up. Yes, it was. They got free meals. They got free movies. <laughs> I'm pretty sure some of them hit the skins. <laughs> they all got something out of it. This was the come up. That's terrible. Insane. It is terrible. But women entertain that shit. I've not none of those things. Nothing even close. Like I'm trying to think. I still, I don't even know. Like I said, most of the dating I've done has been in college and all of us were broke. So, like, we were all doing broke nigga shit. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-mm. No hiding those, thank, thankfully. So. Well, yeah. Well, that's all I got for that. Well, Appreciate we you, all... uh, Kat, for sending that in. Yes, ma'am, Kat. Um, we... So, I wanted to go through some scenarios off of this Reddit um, subgroup called Relationship Advice. Okay. Ooh, ooh, so, ooh. On, point, on point, has not, he hasn't heard any of these stories. Not so, one. I'm going to give you the choice of which one to begin. With the, the religious issue, we can start with the, the issue. We can start with the ID channel issue. Uh, or the weight issue. You pick. Weight. Weight. Okay. Let me not try to not get all red when I read this because it pissed me off. <clears throat> it's entitled, Boyfriend Keeps Trying to Upgrade or Improve Me by Calling Me Chubby. Now, already from that title, I was like, fuck that nigga. I ain't even read the rest and was just like, fuck him. Um, so she's 23 and he's 27. She's been dating her boy, but I've been dating my boyfriend for a year. I am 5'4 and 125 pounds. He pursued me. Slowly, he keeps making more and more negative comments about my appearance. He made me work out, he made me a workout and eating plan and constantly asked if I follow it. He basically wants me to go vegan. Honestly, I'm not into the vegan lifestyle and I don't eat horrible. In yesterday, I got baked ziti. He looked at me and said, how could I be ordering this when we both agreed that I need to lose weight? Every time I try to dump him over this, he tells me I don't understand where he's coming from. He told me I'm average and he wants me to stand out. That he noticed I have low self-esteem and he is trying to make me confident, happy with myself. Every day he asks me if I did my workouts. 
He will send me photos of other girls and say, if I follow what he says, I will look like that. He really pursued me. And now I feel like he's killing my self-esteem. Why pursue someone so hard if you aren't that attracted to them? He told me if I lose 15 pounds, I'll be perfect. He sends me pictures of women uh, who have post-pregnancy bodies or not good bodies at all. And he tells me that they are like and not curvy. Or he will send me pictures of girls I don't consider pretty and say, listen to him, I will look like that. I just need to lose weight. Tell him I think I'm thinner than those girls. And he tells me that he has better eyes. Honestly, at this point, I don't want to break up because I feel no one would find me a ch- girl. That is exactly. Uh, let me get to the end. <laughs> let me. <laughs> I feel like I want his approval. I've been wearing baggy clothes because I'm so ashamed of my body. I used to like my body, but now I'm ashamed. Why is he dating me if I'm so un? How do I gain my self esteem back? Why pursue me, sweetie? <laughs> he got exactly what he was setting out to get was, which is to make you feel bad about yourself, so that you would feel like nobody else would want you. He would have you in a position where you wouldn't want to leave. First of all, the first time this motherfucker called me chubby, it was gonna be a problem. We wouldn't even got through all of this. You sending me pictures of other bitches and shit like none of that. We wouldn't even got there. Okay. Because you trying to enforce upon me your vegan shit. And listen, I don't care what you want to eat. I, I would date a vegan or a vegetarian if they were okay with me eating meat. Because I'm not going to fucking stop eating meat. Okay. Um, and so I, I don't really care about that. I'm trying to force that. Apart. Like that whole thing. That whole relationship with him setting her up to get her self-esteem where she wouldn't leave him because that's what niggas like that do. And you are a prime fucking candidate for that shit. Who's a prime her. candidate? Yes, she is. She is a prime candidate because she, her self-esteem is compromised to the point that she's allowed those words to like make her feel that way. That's, you know, but you know, outside of catching that shit, I hope like sometimes these threads turn into empowering people enough to let these motherfuckers go. That's what be happening with these Reddit threads sometimes. Everybody, um, everybody were did tell her, you know, that this was this is what he was hoping to accomplish and that she needed to do. You know, people were very positive um in their responses to her. Um, but you have to be so you have to much attention in dating for shit like that because it it does start out small where you don't really notice it like oh a comment here or there and then you controlling what she eats and making a, a fucking workout plan and both agree that you need to lose weight bitch you said I needed to lose weight I was fine <laughs> so you know always ask how women end up or just people in general end up in abusive or toxic relationships that's how it doesn't start all the way on 10 that shit creeps up until you start questioning yourself instead of questioning that person but girl fuck him fuck that nigga (laughs) we would never have gotten there like when you started calling me chubby and trying to tell me I needed to work out and we would never have gotten to you sending no pictures of other bitches talking about you could look like this bitch how, what makes you think i want to look like that how about you go get her since since she what you looking for and i ain't the fuck yeah. 
You clearly would be a bad choice for him. <laughs> He's gonna end up dead. He's gonna end up real fucking dead. I don't think you can be any more dead than dead. I'm I'm gonna try to get past just dead. I mean, I guess dead and you know nobody is more dead than dead because that's technically still alive, as far as the yeah. law is concerned. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's the best way to go. I guess declared dead is better than dead for the killer. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to get rid of the body. Hell no. But yeah, you you have to be very aware of little things like that because it, it's the little things that build up into bigger things and again this is how people are always like i don't know how you how you even get in a relationship like that they don't start out that way they start out being very angry and and you know they gotta reel you in exactly they know that your ass gonna be on some bullshit if day one you'd be like hey here, look look at these pictures of these women you should look like them you're gonna be like boy bye and just be out but see, you can't do that shit when you like them too much to leave them. Exactly. So they have to wait and get you to... But listen, with a specific type of woman, <laughs> because I will... And, whew, I don't even want to think about it. Somebody says some shit like that to me. Yeah, like if a dude misread you and think you one of them women and then six months down the line be like, hey, chubby. <laughs> 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 he that nigga gonna have a bad day. He yeah, he gonna have a go bad through. day. Yes, he is. The fuck? Ugh, that one got my blood. But yeah. Um, let me see. <laughs> let me do this because this one's mental health. <laughs> I'm gonna do the Christian one. Your microphone <clears throat> doing something weird again, so, like last time. I still, I can't, I can't hear it. It stopped now. Whatever you did seemed to stop it. I didn't so do you, anything. You can well, let's stop so you can go with story. Okay. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend is scared for me because I'm not Christian. How do I help her no longer worry? Is the title of this one. My girlfriend has been raised in a very Christian environment and has Christian beliefs very drilled into her mind. I'm in no way against Christianity and am, am grateful for what it's done to form an ethical society, but I simply can't make myself into a Christian. I can't just pretend to be Christian either since I don't believe in the religion. She's scared for me because, since she believes in the idea of heaven and hell and such. She thinks I'll end up going to hell for not being Christian, causing her to be in heaven without me. She's already not very well mentally with signs of things such as depression and possible social anxiety. So the thought of it hurts her a lot. We try to stay away from the topic, but she can't stop thinking about it. The only solution I could think of would be to become Christian, but I'd be lying to myself if I tried to be. Every time we've talked about it, I've told her that it's a hard and important choice to make to become Christian, and I'm already in a stressful point in my life. So making a sudden transition to Christianity wouldn't help my situation. But that's not enough to convince her that everything will be okay or for, to get her to no longer worry about it. I tried convincing her that maybe since I act morally correct most of the time, maybe God will let me into heaven. But that doesn't work either. So I've come here to ask for advice on how to approach this sort of topic and possibly find a way to no longer make it an issue. Any help would be greatly appreciated. Boy. 
You don't leave that goddamn girl alone. <laughs> this shit ain't gonna end right here. Even if you become a Christian, then you're gonna have to be a certain type of Christian. And then even if you become that certain type of Christian, then you're gonna be having a little bit of things pointed out that you're doing wrong. It's, it's a slippery fucking slope. All right? Damn! You can't fix her anxiety through changing yourself to accommodate what you think will remove the anxiety. It'll just become a new fucking anxiety and at the it's, same intensity and and you just gonna have to keep changing yourself in order to accommodate that shit. She sounds a bit obsessive. You know how sometimes people have these religious delusions mm-hmm. because of how much She's at least stating that this is causing her anxiety. Like, who sit the fuck? Who the fuck sit around and think about? I don't even think about where I'm gonna end up where I'm dead. I'm definitely not sitting around thinking about where you gonna end up when you die. Like Have the you, fact that this is something that she's constantly thinking about is problematic. Have you ever been burnt by something? I have. Yeah, not like I've been burnt. STD burnt. I know you mean like on a stove. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When the last time you were burnt? Uh, it's been a while. I'm careful now. <laughs> this shit hurts. <laughs> okay, so you've been burnt. Uh, you know the Bible. What they tell you that you're gonna live in if you go to hell? Oh yes, a fire fucking lake and... of fire. Yes, a lake of fire. Nigga, have you been in a pool? Imagine that <laughs> feeling of you getting burnt and. Dive in a pool of that feeling, <laughs> and you can't get out of the bitch because it ain't water; it's just fire. You just floating around in fucking fire. Imagine when a whole religion convinced you that this is the shit that's about to be happening to you when you goddamn die if you don't get your life together. What you expect? Some people gonna have an anxiety. Yeah, but not to that extent. I mean, cause <clears throat> a lot of Christians do a whole bunch of unchristian like shit when it when people watching they not thinking about going to hell <laughs> but she just seems obsessive about it like and he says she he feel like she's throwing signs of having some other mental health issues which i believe and i believe is a lot more than just depression and anxiety i wonder what would be making him stay i mean he might really i don't know Cause if he ain't never been a Christian, then that means that this has been an issue for the duration of their relationship, probably. So I, I don't even know how. I was gonna say he loved her, but how you even get to a point where that shit ain't annoying enough for you to just be like, "Fuck this shit, <laughs> this bitch is crazy." On Tinder and shit, people, women be like, "If you don't love Jesus, swipe left." <laughs> like, All right, shit, left, 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 <laughs> bye. <laughs> So, like, yeah, how do you get to this point? Let's say they met in Walmart. They like each other how they look. They exchange numbers. They started texting and started talking to each other. And at what point would you find out that this person don't share the same beliefs you got? The first Sunday. The first Sunday after y'all met. Because I feel like she either was going to be sitting up in church or him about his church experience afterwards or she was going to invite him to go to church and he was going to have to be like I don't go to church the very like, first Sunday she's going to say what uh, What church do you go to you know motherfuckers that's devoutly Christian believe that everybody just go to church they oh, don't yeah. even consider that you might not go to church they just be like what yeah. church do you go to yeah not do you go to church <laughs> yeah 
I don't know. It didn't last time where? I was in church but... was at a funeral, goddammit. Uh, when is the last time I went to church? Ooh. Because uh, I don't even... Normally I go on Mother's Day with my mom, but I don't even think we went last year. I don't think I've been to church. I don't even know. Because I stopped going for the holidays and shit. So. <laughs> That's normally when I went, but I don't know. I have no idea. Hmm. I haven't been in a while. <laughs> um, okay, let's go to now the ID channel one is not really ID channel, but it's close enough. So the girlfriend has Ophelia, I think is how you pronounce this. He says, my girlfriend has hybristophilia and it's becoming too much to handle. I don't know how to start this. I just really need advice. My girlfriend had been dating for a few months now and everything started out great. We were liking spending time together and stuff. A few days after our one month, she confessed to me that she was diagnosed with hybristophilia. Hybristophilia, if you don't, basically means you're attracted to serial killers and stuff like that. Initially, I was fine with it. She kept it rather private and to herself and it didn't seem to get in our way. The change ever since quarantine started, it seems to be getting worse. She seems to definitely be attracted to Ed Bundy, and I don't know what to do. We fought every night. Oh, uh, yeah, we fight every night, and all she does is talk about him. She literally reads facts about him. The doing this to the whole call to the point. I don't know what he meant to say here to the point where she even memorized his entire Wikipedia article verbatim. It's gotten so bad, she confused my birthday with his birthday and accidentally called me Ted a few times. She refuses to say electric chair, and if I say it, she corrects me and says, call it the e-slur. It's offensive. <laughs> she calls him her husband, and she knows I hate it. Many times that I don't want to hear talk about Ted Bundy because she more or less fantasizes about him in front of me. She says, just jealous of him. He was a good guy. She seems to think that, that that he was a great guy and just misunderstood. He had a condition and stuff like that. And I just outright say he murdered women. At least one was a minor and he did stuff with their corpses. She responds by saying I'm mean and harsh towards him. I don't know what to do with her since I love her and I fear if I do it will make her condition worse. But I also don't think it's healthy for her to keep treating this murderer like a saint that did nothing wrong. She forgets about me half the time, and her excuse normally is that she was busy thinking about Ted. I just don't know what to do, and I need advice. Uh, edit, she was diagnosed by a therapist. I emailed that therapist asking if it was just a phase or not, and the therapist said it could go either way. The therapist wasn't supposed to tell you shit. The therapist was not supposed to tell you shit. <laughs> um... <laughs> Look, that man. is disturbing as fuck. It is, man. <laughs> and that but comes from know, somebody that watches ID Channel all the time. That's disturbing. You know Ted Bundy. Yes. You know what Ted Bundy did. Yes, I do. Ted Bundy was a charming ass, charismatic dude who used to bust women's head and then have sex with them. After That's what he dead. did. After they yeah. were dead. Necrophiliac. He used to yeah. do this shit. And there had to be women who saw him and was like, you know what? He's a nice guy. And just <laughs> like her, like your woman is the perfect candidate for getting her ass murdered by a serial killer. Like perfect. 
It's ridiculous. But that's what happened. Motherfuckers, uh, this woman. I don't know how long it cut out. It was about 10, 15 seconds. Okay. I don't know what still be recording when it cuts out. Uh, again, everybody, we're on Skype. You know, we <laughs> social distancing, staying away from each other. So it's going to have some hangups and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. But I was just saying that it's, it's ridiculous, but she is just somebody who's going to get got by a serial killer once you meet him. Yeah. And there, I mean, she that's a real thing. You had all of the women that uh, were like writing and going up to sea, and I think one of them even fucking married Charles Manson. Like there are people that have I didn't know it had a name. I mean, it has a name, um, but there are people that like have that issue. That's fucking creepy, and it's weird. And something like that is not something that you're gonna be able to like get her to stop doing. So like, what you gotta ask yourself. Is this something that you can deal with? Which it doesn't sound like it is. <laughs> Ain't nothing he gonna say that's gonna like make her be like, oh, stop talking about Ted. You're right. He was a murderer. <laughs> He's a bad person. Like, you're not gonna convince her of that. She went to fucking therapy and the therapist didn't convince her of that. Like, what the fuck you think you gonna say? Your choice is now whether or not this is somebody, even though you may love her, if this is a quality about her, whether it remains eventually, maybe possibly eh, one day goes away, that you can deal with. I'd be worried that she got got some. I'd be wondering. I'd be worried that she got some fucking psychopathic tendency. I worried that she killed me. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be worried that she's gonna be trying to like figure out what it looked like to see somebody suffer, like. You know what I'm saying? Like women can't have sex with men after they die, though. No, it, it ain't women necrophiliacs. I mean, I guess you your meat will have to be hard already beforehand, and then when you die, your blood will just have to be st- stuck there. Or they could commit sex acts on your body. I mean, they could like. But that ain't. I don't think that's sex though. That's sodomizing. You that's could sodomy. sodomize. Sodomy is sex, isn't it? But that, I mean, if we are making a lateral. Um, I mean, Ted Bundy comparison, it was pleasure. Sex for pleasure. <laughs> not sex. Not just defiling a body for nothing. <laughs> He's like, I did kill you, but I'm going to get my money's worth. This is terrible. This is, this is a bad conversation to have. It is. Um, but yeah, he going to have to just figure out whether... And then obviously the answer is that you can't deal with it, sir. Because obviously this bothers you. Because it's fucking creepy and it's weird. It is weird. I'm sorry. So, I mean, you're not going to change that in her. Now, you just got to determine whether or not it's something that you want to deal with. Which I would not suggest doing because that bitch might kill you. One of these days. She might yeah. <laughs> make you a sacrifice to Ted. I wouldn't be fucking around with that shit. Yeah, I wish my woman would be like, hey, Ted. And I know she's talking about a, a serial killer. <laughs> Bitch, if you don't get the fuck on, do it again. Do it one more time. I will pack my shit up, get the fuck out of here, and burn your house down in two weekends. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. That's arson. That's wrong. It is arson. I don't commit crimes that can be traced back to me. 
Okay, I'm glad you finished that. Okay. Uh, last one. <laughs> this one is titled, Not a Dog Person, in parentheses, she has, Don't Hate Me. Hi, guys. I recently moved in with my boyfriend, and it was it has kind of somewhat been awful. He has a 70-pound dog. I never grew up with dogs and never really became a dog person. I really like clean things and calmness and mindfulness, simple type lifestyle. The dog makes the floor so dirty, slobbers all over the place, really, really smells and jumps and pants aggressively while I'm eating. Aside from this, my boyfriend treats the dog like a baby. The dog has to eat what we're having, has to come to bed with us. He will give the dog a hundred kisses and hugs before bed more than he does me. He takes the dog. He talks to the dog in a baby voice that really makes me cringe for some reason. I honestly care about the dog, but the whole situation makes me really moody. I feel awful, but when to the dog in this baby voice, it makes me feel uncomfortable for some reason. The dog is super needy. Whenever on me and pants and barks, I feel awful saying all of this on here, but I'm not sure what I should do. Will I end up growing to be okay with all of this, or do you think I just I'm just not a dog person? Uh, girl, this is not about being a dog person or not, because I am a dog person, and I love dogs. Well, I love my dogs sometimes. And all of that shit that she just described, <laughs> no. <laughs> I have dogs. If I met a guy and that's what he was doing with his dog, no. you No. No. <laughs> that's too much. too much. That's too fucking much. It's too much. What, what's going on in his life? Like, what kind of childhood did he have this shit? I don't kissing know. Up on dogs. Maybe he had sex with his dog when he was a kid. Like the other story. Yeah. Get a dog humping on him a little bit. He oh, got a little excited. Stop. stop. That's fucking weird. Listen, there's a difference between being a dog and being crazy. Okay? And Again, I am a dog person. You come to my house, I have dogs. Now, I'm respectful of other people, how other people feel about dogs. But if somebody moved in with me and we were living together, yes, you're going to, my dogs run up day around. Um, but there are boundaries <laughs> and they know what the fuck not to do. Okay. And definitely, you're not eating what I'm eating. You're a dog. You're going to eat this dog food that I purchased for you. Um, you're not going to be messing up. When I'm eating, I don't want you around me the fuck down i let you eat when you eating and you let me eat when i'm eating <laughs> like it's just certain shit it's certain boundaries that i have and that most people that have people like him who give dog people a bad name because everybody assumes that dog people are like this motherfucker and we are not all like that okay all right i have people over to my house if you're uncomfortable with dogs i'll put my dogs away because yes this is their house too but I'm going to be respectful of anybody that I invited over to my house because it's temporary. Guess what? When you leave, these little motherfuckers going to be back out running around. Okay? Because they live here. <laughs> you don't live here. So for an hour, they need to be put away. I don't mind doing that for somebody that's uncomfortable with dogs or whatever. And Remy is the friendliest fucking dog in the pl- on the planet. So, like, he's annoying. Okay? He annoys me. He's needy. <laughs> I love him. He's annoying. That's too much. And no the question of am I gonna get you now you're not gonna get used to that you're gonna get more and more annoyed okay it's gonna get worse you need to leave him you need to leave him and just wait for 
him to find let him find somebody who him and that person can have an orgy with their dog if they want to. <laughs> because that shit is ridiculous. It's very no ridiculous. damn he give the dog a hundred kisses and give her like none or two or three. Come on, bro. This and ain't like, how the game supposed to go. No. No. And a 70 pound listen, look. Remy weighed maybe 60 pounds, not even 60 pounds. He like 50-something pounds. He do not sleep in my bed. I, I don't have nobody else sleeping in my bed. He definitely would not sleep in my bed with a, a grown-ass man and me in the bed. You know how cramped that shit would be? How hot it would be with a fucking 70-pound dog, a grown-ass man, and me? No. No, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> that is crazy. Leave him alone, girl. Run. He is crazy. <laughs> He's fucking crazy. Um, these are hilarious, and I would not mind doing this again because the Reddit as continuously has writing stories and asking for um, advice. So this was fun and hilarious going through them. There were some more that were really good, but I, I know I needed to cull it down, so I didn't pick a bunch. But... um. That's it. Uh, if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartists at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook, Station Con Artists, and send it to us that way. Um, let's see. What do I want? Okay, let me tell a personal story first. Because I like to tell these stories so that men who may not understand how difficult it is because you don't have to, you know, you're not a woman, so you don't have to deal with bullshit. How sometimes it's just real fucked up. So I've moved into a, a, a house, okay? I have a yard now that I have to get cut. And uh, my cousin uh, has a lawn care service. So I, you know, I just have him come and cut it and I pay him. And so he came to cut my grass this week. And my neighbor. <laughs> has trimmed a tree in his yard and put all of the limbs in my yard to where my cousin couldn't cut that section of grass because it's so many so much fucking debris okay uh, when my cousin was cutting the grass there's a nosy neighbor that lives across the street this little old white man that's retired um and he like flagged my cousin down and was like hey you need to tell her that guy's been putting stuff in that yard you know since before she moved in and she you know needs to say something to him and all of this so my cousin was like you know, either I'm going to drag that shit over in his yard, but you know what? Before I drag that shit over in his yard, I'm going to let you talk to him first. Now, keep in mind, this is the cousin that stabbed someone. So, we try to keep him calm. <laughs> so, I was like, I got it. I'm going to talk to him. Don't worry about it. So, I went. Now, this is a sing- I thought he was a single black man. I don't ever see nobody else. So, I, I was waiting for him to get home. Already, like, I'm already like, you know, I don't want to have to walk over here. I'm, you know, I'm a woman that lives alone. I don't really want to go over here because I don't know this nigga. And I don't know how he going to respond to me coming over here telling him he need to move this shit out of my yard. Like, I don't know how this is going to go. So I'm already uncomfortable just in. So I go over. And um, I catch him when he, like, pulls up because I don't know his name. I know his name now. Um, And I was like, hey, excuse me. And he's like, hey, what's up? And I was like, you know, my... I had my yard cut and the person that did my lawn service noticed that you had put some uh, limbs in my yard. And, um, you know, I was wondering when they were going to be moved. 
And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I figured you was going to say something about that. Then why the fuck did you do it, sir? He was like, yeah, um, you know, I been, I called the people, and uh, they supposed to been came, but they ain't came. I got Now, what you have to understand is when here, over here, you know, we pay, like, I think it's quarterly for um, trash service. They come get your trash, okay? You have anything bigger than that. You have to call them to have them come out and get it, and you have to pay extra for that. And so the reason he had been putting shit in my yard before I moved into this house was because the realty people had been like, whenever something was in the yard, because obviously they're trying to get somebody to rent the house, they would move the shit, you know, because it was hurting. And I guess they, oh, no, it's pretty obvious that it came from his, they knew, I don't know if they said something to him or not, but he was like, yeah, so uh, I'm going to call them back, you know, and, and, and get on that, you know, because, um, uh, you know, I'm gonna get that. I want to get that moved out of your yard. Why would you put it in my yard? So I'm not. I didn't go back and forth with him, but just the f- <laughs> that I had to go over to this. And so he does have apparently somebody, a woman that lives with him. I ain't never seen her before up until this weekend, this past weekend. I finally saw her. Uh, shit is still in my yard. Okay, and we're recording this on the Monday night. Still there. So my next step is to have my cousin just come move the shit over and put it back in his yard. I don't really want him to go interact with the guy because I don't know how that would end up. And yeah, I really don't want to be responsible. Be like, who the fuck you is, nigga? Look, I'm just going to bring these furniture. Man, shut the fuck up. Then he going to turn into Stabby McStabsy Stabs. <laughs> Hi, my name is Stabby McStabby Stabs. <laughs> Looking for some stabs? I got them. Right, left, right, left, right, left. <laughs> Dual stabs. <laughs> I'm trying to avoid that. So I just want him to come move the stuff. I don't want him to interact with the guy. And like it's a I feel like I'm in a position of like I live here by myself. And so I don't want to create a an enemy out of this neighbor because this is a grown man. I don't know what the fuck. He listen, this is a niggerish nigger. Okay. He smoked out just black lip, red eyes. When he got out of his truck, he had a black in his head. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I already, when I saw that, because I, I had never seen him before. This is my first time. And when I saw him, I was like, it would be a nigga. Damn, why do I? <laughs> Shit. Man, you got to gotta get the stick. Got to get the stick? Yeah. What do you mean? Get the stick. Get the stick on him. I don't know what that means. That's new new rap for a, a gun. Oh, Okay. I thought it was get the strap. That's 50 cent. Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's 50 cent. Get the strap. Yeah, that's 50 cent shit. But, but yeah, like, I feel like... Stick. Gotta stick. put a stick in the box. Okay. Well, I don't have a stick yet. I'm on that. But, um, you know, I feel like one, if my cousin lived here or if a man lived here and he had seen a man coming and going, I don't feel like he would have did it. I know. Why is that always your answer to shit? What? Why is a man coming around is always the answer to your shit? All your problems would be, if a man was around here, I wouldn't have these problems. No, not all of my problems, but I do believe. You try to get us that get our ass to come over there and get macheted up by the goddamn Jamaican. First of all, y'all don't have any proof that that man had a machete, okay? With him, he was interested in me. So having a man that, because I told him I was in a relationship, but then he never saw anybody, so he figured I was a liar. 
that's why that would have been helpful. This would have been helpful because I feel like men like him see women stuff they feel like they can do shit like I don't think he wouldn't have put that shit in your yard if you lived in his house and he had been seeing you coming and going I do not think he would have put shit in your yard because you look imposing even though you're not <laughs> you look like it that's enough for me <laughs> that's plenty looking like I fuck a nigga up is all you need really <laughs> unless you meet a nigga that will fuck you up <laughs> if you meet a nigga that will fuck you up then you looking like you'll fuck him up ain't enough Cause he gonna start doing shit and you he gonna be able to tell real quick. Oh, he ain't about it. But see, I don't even have that. So that's why I say that. That I feel like it wouldn't happen. Or if I and my cousin was gonna go over there, but he one the dude wasn't at home the morning my cousin cut my grass. Two, he was like, I know you gotta live here, so I'm trying to give you a chance to, to handle it. But if I come back over here and this shit is still in your yard. <laughs> you gonna come back and that nigga gonna be on that pile that he got down put in your house. <laughs> you just gonna walk up and see a, a smoked out black and mild behind the ear ass nigga laying there. Your cousin gonna have the shrug shoulders, goddamn. I don't know what happened. He didn't win. He didn't win the battle. Now he's gonna get took out like the trash. Hopefully, you know, if my cousin does have to come back over here, him just move. Because I just don't want it in my yard. It can stay in his yard for fucking ever if that's what he wants. But it don't need to be in my... I don't even have trees, my nigga. I have... There are no trees in my yard. There's no reason there should be limbs anywhere in my yard. I don't have any trees. <laughs> so, like, it's just fucked up. Why even do that? And then to say, oh, I knew you was... Uh, I figured you was going to say something. Then why the fuck did you do it, nigga? You got to leave it in your yard for them to come pick up. Do that. Don't put the shit over here. So, uh, you know, just another day in the life of being a single woman. It's annoying. It's fucking annoying. And like I said, I had to be all concerned. Like, okay, I don't know how he go. Because you got niggas that'll respond like, fuck you, bitch. Like, I don't know how, you know, this is going to go when I go over here. <laughs> so I don't know this nigga. So now I got to go over here and, and get on to him about some shit. And I don't even know him. And don't know if he the kind of nigga that choke women out. I don't know. You need to get you some twin chopsticks, Cody and Zach. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can't stand you. Um, So I just wanted to talk about that. Um, So I guess for anybody... I'm going to tell you what's going on with me. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. You had like... Go ahead. (laughs) We got a pandemic going on. God damn it. Coronavirus is fucking running rampant out here. Fucking people up. And I, my lease ended two days ago. So I'm supposed to be out of my apartment two days ago. So around the time that COVID-19 came in, I'm supposed to be packing up and moving and shit. So I'm going to buy boxes, going to get a storage, setting up with movers. Going to the stores. Like, I'm doing a whole bunch of shit that you ain't supposed to be goddamn doing right now. And all I want to do is be sitting down, playing some fucking games, streaming some fucking videos, or looking at fucking TikTok and Instagram until my fucking heart desires. That's what I want to be doing. But I can't because I'm moving. And it's just been really irritating. The guys from the Nerd Plate and Government Name Podcast helped me move, and I appreciate y'all for helping me move. But I'm out here 
I've noticed with this shit going on how fucking paranoid I'm got, man. I guess I'm supposed to be, but it's like I was. Somebody was coming out of Office Depot while I should have been going into Office Depot, and I'm like, what if they breathing out air meet my breathing in air, and now I fucking get sick and die? I ain't gonna go in. <laughs> so I let them come all the way fucking out, and then I go. When I'm walking past people who are walking past me, who walk past, I close my mouth and hold my breath. Turn my head to the right if they on my left, and turn my head to the left if they on my right. You know what I'm saying? Like what the heck? Like this shit. And and the reality is, I don't want to be here. I'm at Lowe's because I got to get an extension cord because the place that my deep freezer is in don't reach the cord or uh, the plug outlet where it's supposed to be. But y'all motherfuckers in here, I don't know what y'all in here for. I feel like y'all better be in here for a goddamn reason. If I gotta be here, y'all better not be fucking frolicking around in here looking for some goddamn. <laughs> activities to do what you buying plants for if you ain't had these plants before this shit what you buying the plants now for it's springtime <laughs> well it's springtime with a fucking disease in the air what are you <laughs> why this ain't the time to be buying a fucking plant okay you it's trying not. to change the ambiance in your goddamn place by putting a plant in the corner and motherfuckers is dying now if you're buying some seeds because you're gonna spend this next month that we finna be in the house building a garden and fucking trying out the green thumb. I get that. But there's some people in there that's doing some shit that ain't got nothing to do with nothing because they don't believe that this shit is real. And I'm out here looking like they dumbass. <laughs> and that was the most irritating part. To the lay person, I just look like a nigga that don't care. And I really want to be at home, man. So that's what I've been doing. It's been irritating. I'm almost done. Fuck the world. I had a COVID-19 scare. I thought I forgot about it. Well, I didn't forget about it, but I was off work all last week because I was sick with symptoms that very much sounded like the COVID-19. And so it take three to four fucking days for you to find out if you got that shit, bro. (laughs) I got the test on Tuesday and I couldn't go back to work until I got my results. And so I'm sitting in here this whole time like, do I got this shit? If I got this shit, it's going to be like another two weeks. And I live by myself. And what if this shit get worse? I have to call a fucking ambulance to come and take me. Because I ain't got nobody that live close enough that could come and get me. Well, then I got my cousin. But then if he don't. Like, I'm just going down <laughs> this road of like, oh, shit, this is going to be horrible. Um, Thankfully, I got a negative test. And I just had a really, really bad upper respiratory infection that I'm still getting over. But hearing that I did not, let me tell you something about that negative result. I got energy, and I have been dead as fuck the whole week. When that lady said your test was negative, I was like, oh, bitch, okay. Shit, I got something I can deal with. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do this. I'm thought good. I thought you was going to die. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. was going to kick the bucket. Like, that was the worst week ever. So, like, it's real. <laughs> um... People need to, it's real, um, it's real, it's really real. And my nigga, I could not go back to where my boss was like, oh, no, ma'am. When you get your test results, holler back at me. <laughs> nigga, they took everything off my desk. Like, they moved everything out of the office that I had touched because they was concerned. <laughs> and I had invaded the office. I guess Crazy. that's the smart move to make. Yeah. It's craziness. Um, 
So I guess we can announce, like, towards the end of the show, if you've watched Tiger King, we are going to talk about it at the end. So that way, if you don't care about it or you don't want spoilers for it, you don't have to. But if you do care about it and you want to hear our thoughts about it, stick around to the end of the show. And we'll talk about these crazy fucking white people. That's basically what that show is about. Crazy white people. Uh, Basically. You got out of story, so you go ahead. I do. Yaya Mayweather. Have you heard about her? I have. So Yaya Mayweather. Okay, okay. So are these the kids of the woman who died? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think that that was her mom. How many kids Floyd Mayweather got? I think it's... I'm talking like his ass trying to say epidemic. Yeah. Um, I think he got four. I think he has four total. Probably with all different mamas knowing him. Ayana Mayweather, Jaira Mayweather, Koran Mayweather, and Zion Shamari. Okay. I I thought it was four. Ayana must be Yaya. Ayana is Yaya. So, Ayanna Mayweather is dating NBA young boy. Now, you don't know who that is because you're not a... Um, is it millennial? Are we Gen Z? I don't know where the fuck the thing stops We at. millennials. So, is it Generation Z that these little niggas are? I think so. Okay. If you Gen Z or then you ain't gonna... I mean... Look, NBA Youngboy is the one been in the news multiple times for always some bullshit. Probably most notably when he drug his other girlfriend through a fucking um, hotel lobby and whooped her ass on camera. All right. He is a foul mouth horror being who also, I think last year, a year before it came out that he, not only did he have herpes, but he had also given it to the girl whose ass he whooped, okay? So this is a known fact. He's admitted it, okay? Everybody know this. Then you have Yaya come to date this. Now, this is where I I have to stress. Money does not buy class, and money does not buy common sense, okay? It don't. Yaya, Yaya Mayweather's dad, I'm sounding like him trying to say, uh, shit. Yaya Mayweather's dad has tons of money, okay? And by proxy, she got a ton of money. And this is what she decided to do with her life. Get with this little raggedy-ass, herpes-filled, woman-beating-ass rapper. Now, this boy is like 21. He very young with like five kids already. Like, he coming for your future. He coming for your number, all right? Making these babies. And apparently, and he's a, he just an ancient-ass, hood-ass nigga who still fucking around with all of his baby mamas. So apparently what happened is Yaya went over to his house, and one of the baby mamas was at the house, and they got into it. Yaya's dumbass stabbed the baby mama twice. So now she's looking at charges. <laughs> behind this shit and it, it just one people look you have got to be careful about how you raise your kids 
Okay, dads, if you are in that life, then you need to be what you put into your child is what you get back out. That's what it is. Um, the fact that she would even talk to somebody like this, given what everybody knows, and I kept expecting like Floyd to like step in at some point or be like not approving of it, but I never saw that shit. And now she looking at some time for stabbing a bitch over this raggedy nigga. I don't understand. Man, that shit's stupid. It's so dumb. It is. I don't even know what so to say, man. I don't even know why people like NBA Youngboy at all. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't get it. He ain't doing nothing but messing up, causing problems, creating issues for himself. He gonna be a part of an issue that's too big to recover from. Yeah. I mean, how? I mean, why would you even like you're NBA Youngboy? You literally don't have to call anybody your girlfriend. You could just have sex with whoever you want to. Or, you know, just be in an open relationship with whoever will be in the one with you. Just do what Drake doing. Drake out here just fucking hoes. Yeah. If you're going to do that. Like, he... I just don't... I just don't get it. And that says a lot about her and what she feels like she's worth and what she feels like like there is no fucking way that i would see this shit that video of him beating that other girl and be like that's the nigga for me i want him you know how niggas be baby i done changed did it freeze me no it must have froze i can still hear you hello can you hear me Hello, Jen. It froze for a long time. I can still hear you. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know what it's doing as far as recording. Everybody, we on Skype. <laughs> we on Skype. Uh, but yeah, that says a lot about how she feel about herself. There's no way I would watch that video of him whooping somebody ass and be like, I'm gonna be with him. I don't know, man. I don't know. And it ain't even money with the other girl. That other girl, uh, Jayla, whatever it's all with a J. She have anything. And so being with him afforded her this lifestyle. Yaya Mayweather don't have that excuse. Okay. Yaya Mayweather already got that hood rich lifestyle because of her daddy. So like, it's not that. That's not what she's getting from him. And whatever she's getting from him, she felt like it was, you know, good enough for her to go stab a bitch. Like, girl, <laughs> what? <laughs> Over this nigga? No. No, ma'am. I don't oh, think ma'am. It's about, you know, it ain't about the dude. You know what I'm saying? It's about her lack of coping mechanisms. It wouldn't have mattered if it was NBA young boy. It would have been NBA broke nigga from the hood. <laughs> if she would have walked to his house. And a woman would have been there and she had whatever she had with her to stab them up. They was getting stabbed up. She you know, had so that she took. I mean, she just he, went to the kitchen in there in his house and got two knives to stab the girl with. At least she got that it wasn't premeditated. She got that going for her. Because nobody thought she was going, she was capable of the shit. Well. She is. And so now she finna, you know, facing these charges. And they were saying that the uh, wounds that the girl had with life threatening. I don't know how true that is, but 
You better hope that bitch don't die, ma'am. Because if she die, ain't enough money in the world going to get you out of a murder rap, sweetie. Mm. Not enough. Your dad ain't got enough money. And he ain't a likable person either. Like, it ain't even like dad is somebody that could, like, off of the, the face of his own character, help you out. Your dad ass too. That <sighs> Apparently, NBA Youngboy said about Floyd Mayweather's, that's Yaya's bitch-ass daddy. Wow. So I wonder if Floyd Mayweather is really like about that life or if he really can just fight. Like, would he start beef with somebody like that's a thug and follow it up, potentially risking, you know, getting into some shit? Or, or what? What? He the one that had beef with T.I. over Tiny? Was that him? That was him, wasn't it? Yeah. He beefing about Tiny, which is like, oh, why? Miss Piggy, all right. He was the one fuck, fucking up. Like, was, Floyd Mayweather who, didn't, T.I., Floyd Mayweather didn't come pick her up. She went to meet that man at whatever yeah. restaurant they was in. But, you know, he didn't, he still didn't bring no beef to nobody. I mean, I guess he everybody didn't. know, don't go try to put no hands on Floyd Mayweather. He can't read, but he can fight. Them he can't say uh, epidemic, but he can fight. He can't say epidemic. Spell it. <laughs> At all. Oh, Jesus. It's very stupid. I just, I hate to see her throwing her life away because that's exactly, and guess what? People were saying, oh, as soon as she got arrested, he was probably fucking the next bitch. He already been fucking other bitches. There is nothing about what I have seen of this little boy that would make me think that why he been with her has just been her. That's not what he he just going about his days like he was going about them already. I don't, know, her. I don't know why you would be in a relationship. Just don't be in a relationship. I don't know. I don't get it. It's dumb. Uh, and speaking of dumb niggas, so I don't. I don't really keep up with Walker Flocker and his wife. But through other shows and here and there, I know. I know that he cheated on her, and they were gonna break. up. He is saying, and this is what ain't shit niggas do, <laughs> that him cheating on her made her a better person. <laughs> he made her better. He said that? Yes, he did. Um, They have a show, apparently. I don't watch their show, but apparently they have a show, and they're having couples therapy. And during couples therapy on the show, he said... Uh, he believes that his cheating made Tammy a beast. I actually made her meaner. She had no idea what she was up against. It could have made her or broke her. It made her even better than what I thought. I helped her. Bitch. You helped her by cheating on her? The fact that because she didn't like break all the way down and just crack the fuck up. You helped her become a stronger person. And so you want a hand clap? Round of applause. I guess. Wasn't that his song? Was that his song? Round of applause. Maybe make that ass clap. Tim, the Tim only Duncan. thing I know about Waka Flocka is how to spell his name and that may not be even right. 
<laughs> I think he had a song called Round of Applause. Anyway, did, listen, that's some ain't ain't shit nigga shit. Instead of you being apologetic, instead of you like recognizing like, damn, I fucked up, but this woman has decided to stay with me, you are gonna take credit for the strength that she has and say you got it because she got it because of you being a bitch. Are you crazy? And this is why I would not be with a nigga. This so like niggas like this would never ever 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 want to talk to me ever. There's no way because uh, she should have left. She should have left, and I'm sure she's probably right now thinking, "Damn, I should have fucking left this nigga because he ain't shit." <laughs> she should have left. He has not changed. For him to even be saying that, it, whether he was, jo- I don't think he was joking, but even if he was joking, to even to say that, knowing that that was a very hurtful situation for this woman that you supposedly love, fuck out of my face. Like, ugh. Ooh, I can't stand the ancient ass. Nigga, that just, ugh. you gotta demand better. You have to demand better. You cannot be allowing shit like this. Like, there's no... Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It made her better. I helped her. Bitch, I'm about to help you. He believes it, though. He does. That's what's sad. (laughs) That's sad. Terrifying. Like, if somebody goes through something negative and they able to come out of it and and be a better person or make a positive out of it that does not make the thing that they went through a good fucking thing it just means something fucked up happened and i overcame that shit but for you to act like you some kind of fucking guru that helped me by being the bitch nigga that you are that bothers me he said it made her a beast and that's usually something positive. Mm-hmm. So I just don't understand. I don't know, man. It's just it, like cheating, I guess, is just a part of that, his culture. And it's women that have broken down because of his cheating, but she, she didn't. And not only that, but she gained something from his perspective. That shit is stupid. It's very dumb. selfish yeah and again that lets me know he has not changed he is the same person whenever he cheated on her when he cheated on her he's still that nigga he's still that nigga sorry Tammy because all it takes is look I'm gonna make her stronger (laughs) she don't know what all the bitches is one time Girl, I'm helping you. Can you imagine somebody telling you that's a fucked up they shit to do? Bitch, I'm helping you. Bitch, I made you. You who you are because of me. Disrespectful. There's some shit up. Look, ID channel. 26 apples. I picked that nigga apple pie to be the end of the, in the days for him. You helped me. Bitch, nigga. Instead of you being grateful that she... Let me not. Let me not go into my red rant. Let me not do that. But fuck him. <laughs> End with that. Fuck that nigga. Uh, 
On a positive note, I mean, this is not positive, but it's positive in the fact that I'm always talking shit about people that name their kids dumb shit. And usually people that name their kids dumb shit are either celebrities, which, I mean, the kids gonna have money, so I guess that's whatever, and broke niggas. But, thankfully, and I knew from this coronavirus, somebody somewhere was gonna think it was a good idea to utilize this and, and name a child this. And surprisingly it wasn't niggas and I'm very happy about that it was an Indian couple an Indian couple had a set of twins and they decided you know what honey let's name them Corona and COVID Mm. and so their twins name are Corona now the bullshit ass reason that they gave um was to always remind the children of what you know that the, what they can overcome and this bullshit don't do that okay because that is going to come from the lessons that you teach them not the fucking names that you give them okay you can name them corona and covid and they can grow up to be some goddamn serial killers okay naming them that don't mean shit they actually be living up to their name if they did that <laughs> This COVID-19 is fucking niggas up. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I'm just glad it wasn't black folks. And I'm sure it's somebody black that's going to do this, but they we weren't in the news for doing it first. It was an Indian couple. <laughs> and I'll take that. Even though and I know twins. And twins. Two for one special. And Corona... It's probably some other people named Corona just because of the beer. But COVID? COVID? You really gonna name your child after a fucking disease? <laughs> Naming them after beer ain't so great either. So, like, the other Coronas before coronavirus is still fucked up. But, like, COVID? You name this little nigga COVID. He gotta go around his whole life with COVID. When they learn about this shit, this will be in history books. This little nigga, uh, uh, that's where your name came from, nigga? (laughs) They gonna be calling him the disease. Don't touch him. You gonna catch it. Like, you know how mean kids are. Why would you do this? (laughs) And don't think that it's different because this is an Indian couple. Even if they live in India, kids is assholes all over the world, okay? Because kids have not learned how their actions impact out people outside of themselves. They look assholes and they say mean shit. It don't matter what country it is. It's fucked up. But they weren't black. So I'll take it. I mean, it's stupid. <laughs> I know I'm saying that about everything tonight, but it just it's stupid. It don't make sense. But people can do what they want to do, name their children what they want to, and motherfuckers flex that shit today. They did. Corona and COVID. God bless those two. They're going to need it. Um, also, the brat, tat, tat, tat. Um, everybody has always assumed that the brat was gay because she ain't never said she was, okay? And she ain't never outwardly dated no woman. It's kind of like with the Queen Latifah thing. Like, Queen Latifah, still to this day, I don't think she said that she is a lesbian. She got a whole wife and a child with a lady, or maybe a girlfriend and a baby. I don't know. But she still ain't said shit. And the brat kind of, it was kind of that same shit. But, oh, 
She's with Big Booty Judy now. And that is actually this lady's name or her stage name or her name or her celebrity name. She what Big, Big Booty Judy look Big like. Big Booty Judy. Oh, you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> Probably not what you're thinking with a name like that. You yeah, know, the right, the right, not the right one is coming up. If you put in Big What's Booty that? Judy and go to Google, it's a whole different. Okay, I see. But you see how she don't look like that would be her name. Mm-hmm. I think of Big Booty Judy, and I think she's gonna look like Meg the Stallion or some shit. Not like what she looks like, but whatever. I don't. I don't, I don't think that. You didn't think you thought she was gonna look like what she looked like. I didn't think she was going to look like a star, Big Booty Judy. That name is so generic. It is. It is. It's generic. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't think that. She bought her, was it a rose? So, Brett had a birthday, apparently, recently. And Big Booty Judy bought her a very expensive car. Big Booty Judy got money like that? It's a rose. Or a Bentley? Bentley. It was a Bentley. Okay. I knew it was some, an expensive car. I can't remember which kind. I don't even know what Big Booty Judy do, and I'm sure people listening are probably probably yelling at the whatever you listening to this song. She does this. I have no fucking idea what she does. I don't know. I've heard her name before. I've seen her name on like Shade Room and shit, but like I don't know what she do or who she is. But she the brand new boo thing, and so now you know. Um, Brad is openly, at the very least, I mean, she could be bisexual still, or she may be a lesbian. I don't know. She like women to some extent. Or she likes Big Booty Judy. Maybe that's, you know, I don't know. Her name is Jessica DuPart. And apparently she is an Instagram celebrity. Oh, nigga. Her estimated birth. She leased that bit. No, her <laughs> estimated worth in 2019 was one to five million dollars approximately. What the fuck does she do on Instagram? Like, what am I doing wrong? Wait a well, minute. I have no idea. <laughs> she is best known as an entrepreneur. She's behind the hair product company Kaleidoscope Hair Products. Never she started heard of in it. 2014. She has more than 850,000 followers on her Instagram. So she, I guess, Kaleidoscope Hair. And listen, I'm not saying never heard of it. Like, I know everything. But I had a hair YouTube channel, and I do hair shit and was into hair shit, and I've never heard of Kaleidoscope Beauty. So that doesn't mean that it's not a relevant company. I'm just saying I ain't never heard of it. So I don't know. But they're together now. It's the first time that Brett has been open in public with any relationship, whether it was a man or with a woman, just in general. Like, everybody's always speculated just because of the way she chooses to dress and her being the aggressive rat. She like a, uh, she was like the young M.A. of the 90s. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, I guess good for her. I don't know. I don't really give a fuck either way. I mean, she can do what she want to do. She's grown. She can do what she want to do. She's grown. And I mean, you know, hopefully this is a good thing for the both of them. I don't know anything about Judy. Okay. I don't know what kind of person she is. So I don't know if she's, you know, whatever. I don't know. But they together. So there's that. <laughs> Just in case you didn't know. Um, did I have anything else before we talk about Tiger King? 
Uh, I didn't really want to talk about anything COVID-19, but this pissed me off. A man in New York hid his COVID-19 symptoms in order to deliver his newborn child, and now his wife is infected. I would whoop his fucking ass. You hear me? Not while COVID whooping your ass. Not while COVID is whooping my butt. As soon as I got better, you mean to tell me. And I get that you don't want to miss the birth of your child, all right? I get that shit, but you are putting not only me at risk, that baby ain't got no goddamn immune system at all. At all, sir. And you in here with your COVID-19 knowing that you were sick and shit. And you still going to bring your raggedy ass. Listen, when I got better, oh, Jesus. You didn't put all of us at risk. The baby included. Babies ain't got no immune system, sir. You know, if we can't fight this shit off with our old asses and immune system that then been through some things, this baby brand new came fresh out the womb. And you ain't here with breathing your COVID germs and shit. The fuck is wrong with you? A lot of things people are missing right now, okay? There's a lot of things, a lot of birthdays that happen. Kids can't go to prom, okay? There's a lot of shit. All of March Madness got called off, okay? It's a lot of things that have missed out because of this epidemic that we ain't going to be able to get back. And it's fucked up. It is, sir. But goddamn, all right? This was not the way for you to go about that. It wasn't. Up. Now your wife is sick, and you already are a lot more susceptible to shit after giving birth because basically you've been wired up to fucking push out a human. And now I gotta after I gotta try to recover from from birth while having COVID nineteen because your bitch ass. Listen, no. But this no. one of the moments where you finna get left, boy. <laughs> if I recover from this shit, I'm either gonna kill you or leave you, motherfucker. Like, why would you put us at risk? Like, you knew you had symptoms, and so what happened is. He knew he had symptoms. Then when the wife starts showing symptoms, he want to speak up and say, oh, bitch, what? You had what? Oh, no. And he knew knew he had it or he just knew he had symptoms? He knew he had symptoms and didn't say a goddamn thing because he, he knew that they weren't going to let him in the delivery room, so he said nothing. You didn't put us all at risk, dummy. You're going to watch the baby be delivered just for it to die later of COVID-19 because his daddy is an idiot? Is that what you want? Fool. <sighs> Listen, people. <laughs> this shit is okay. And I get that your life has been put on pause. And like I said, I know it's a lot of people missing shit that they ain't going to be able to get back. It's motherfuckers that was having, you know, all was had all of these plans. My 20th day, bitch, I'm finna turn up. Like, everybody had things okay where they that they cannot get back time has passed and it's gonna move on and we can't do shit and i get it and i feel bad for everyone but worse than that i don't want fucking COVID 19 okay i don't and so you're gonna have to just let go of that shit okay the more that we all stay our asses in the house the more this shit can blow over so we can all get back to doing the shit that we want to do selfish motherfuckers Bruh, I read a post that said the sun hit different when it's illegal. 
I felt that way the other day. I was just standing outside in the sun. I don't normally reposition myself to get in the shade, but I was just in the sun. Like, I ain't felt this in a while. <laughs> I feel different. I feel like I'm getting energy from it. <laughs> Nigga, when this shit is over and these quarantines get low, it's going to be people just out to be. When I tell you crime is going to jump, <laughs> it's just going to be out getting in the shit. I'm all I'm almost scared for this shit to get lifted, to be honest. Because the ratchetness and the ridiculous shit that's about to happen when niggas can leave their homes and not have to worry about getting in trouble for that shit. Oh, it's gonna be so uncouth. <laughs> Ooh, it's gonna be terrible. <laughs> yeah. A lot of raggedy shit gonna happen. But yeah, people, look, we everybody's suffering. Everybody's not able to do the things that they want to do, some more than others. Okay, I'm not going to sit up here. And, I wasn't no big person. I didn't give a fuck about prom in high school, but I know people that, that do care. And I know that sucks. You know, There's people that ain't even get to walk and graduate and shit. I get it. It sucks. But you know what sucks worse? Dying. You still wouldn't walk if you get this and die. Okay? You wouldn't be dancing at prom unless there's a heavenly one. Stay your asses home. And that's all I have for the stories for this week. Well, I ain't had no stories because I've been fucking moving with this stupid ass shit going on. So I just been having to come. I had to come back here just to get this shit done. Um, But we might as well wrap the show up talking about Tiger King. My nigga, Tiger King. I don't plan on this being no 40 minute goddamn diatribe about this show. Uh, I'm I'm going to let you. I'm gonna let you lead it then, cause I, I'll go, I'll get ridiculous. So you lead. Um, let me just say something about Netflix docu series. Netflix has really, really got a good ass, really good model for creating something that take you six hours to watch <laughs> that you could read in thirty minutes. <laughs> uh. And you know what? They motherfuckers watch the shit out of it. Yes. Tiger King is before I watched it, I asked what it was to some people. My brother was like, it's a show about cats. Big cats. And I'm like, okay. And then I'm watching it and other people are saying, you know, it's just a show about some, you know, rednecks. You know, and I'm like, okay, what the fuck? And so I um, I watched it. Me and my girlfriend watched it. She's in Hawaii, so we had to do a Netflix party thing. But we started watching it, and I'm like, the first three episodes, I could have read that shit in 15 minutes. Yes. But they split that shit up into three 45-minute sections. They tell the story slow. They put a bunch of intriguing characters in here. They It seemed like they choose how to make it viral. So what this mo- what this documentary is about is, is, is Big Cats. But it's more so about the the three people. So you got Joe Exotic, you got yeah. Doc Anders, yes. and you got Carol Baskins. All three of these run some kind of wildlife camp or zoo or sanctuary, whatever you want to call it. But it's a place where they have tigers and they take care of them. And they're all competition by nature. In some ways, they help each other. But for the most part, this was about Joe Exotic and how much he hates Carol Baskins because Carol yeah. Baskin's been trying to get his shit shut down. Even though Carol Baskin does the exact same shit 
She, the only difference is she does it under the pretense of it being this sanctuary instead of it being like a zoo where people could like I, it's the same shit to me. They do the same shit. They is like they Carol convinced herself that what she's doing is saving lions or I mean tigers. It was lions, and tigers, panthers, it was all kind of big kids. There she's convinced herself that she's saving them and that Joe and Doc Anders are exploiting them. Even though she got the same people coming. The thing about this show is that Carol was a fucking is a fucking diabolical genius. She is, and she's a psychopath. She is a fucking psychopath, but she is the genius of the show. I mean, the way Carol carried on in the show, the things that she gotten away with, the way that she set up her her, you know, agency, the way that she don't went after Joe, Joe's mama, everybody who was involved, she is a fucking diabolical genius. They fucked with the wrong one. But I hate, I hated Carol Baskins with every bit of my fiber in this whole goddamn documentary. Yes, she's. She seemed like somebody who was acting smug enough to have gotten away with a bunch of shit, including a motherfucking murder. So, so, Joe Exotic is just this very charismatic white hey. dude with the mulletest of mullets that I've never seen. It's a horribly cut mullet, but I mean, it's his thing. Like, it's like the mullet part is dyed blind, but because it's a mullet, his fucking brown hair growing out from the side. So it's like a blonde top mullet. <laughs> With brown hair growing on the side, it's like he got to get a ball shave on his mullet and dye that part. And when his hair start growing back to regular color, now he got like a fucking two tone mullet. Um, now, the the thing about Netflix is they know what to hold back. They know what not to tell you, right? Because you're hearing the story, you're hearing the story, and they keep him back from you. And you see this dude, you know, American Eagle, pistol toting. And, you know, seeing tigers, tigers jumping up at him. He's, like, playing with him and stuff. And then, boom, bring out, boom, he's gay. Like, <laughs> they knew that that wasn't going to be some shit we expected from his persona because he don't look. And I think this is fucked up. He don't look gay until they say he gay. <laughs> like, he don't seem gay at first watching it. But when they say it, it's like everything changed. He start looking and, and acting gay now. And I know that's. Like not politically correct. <laughs> Clearly, he was. I'm just saying. I noticed it before they they like he just the whole flamboyant way that and I mean he could have just been a flamboyant ass man, but uh, it was yeah, like I was a saying, I mean, redneck. <laughs> redneck flamboyant is different than the flamboyant I'm used to. You know, <laughs> so I just thought that. Because white men don't have to worry about how they perceive when they act like that. True. You know, the white community ain't, I mean, ain't as harsh on the gays as black people is on the gays. You know, so I just didn't even look at it like that. But even if I even if I did notice it like that, if I started watching now, before then and saw it, it's probably my eyes too. I started looking for little things that, you know, verified that he is that stereotypical version of gay. And and so one part of all of these things that so okay he's gay he's got a, a a husband on this show he has two husbands no 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 as the show continues 
they talk about him gaining another husband. And they had a three-way wedding. They did. Now, this is the kicker. The other two dudes are actually straight. <laughs> They're gay now, for pay. Let me tell you how Joe Exotic asked uh, Travis yeah. or Trevor. Travis. He asked Travis, which was the dude, the new dude that came, if he was gay. He said, when you're watching, he said, do you watch porn? Travis said, yeah. He said, when you watch porn, do you do you like it when the dude with the little meat is hit, you know, having sex with him, or the guy with the big meat is having sex with him? He was like, the guy with the big meat. And he said, well, you're looking at the same thing I'm looking at. Boom, now I'm gay. <laughs> I didn't know. Had no idea until that fucking riddle came about my life. I like meats now. <laughs> so uh, that shit threw me off. But the essence of all of these groups is that they are cult-like groups. So Joe got like a small cult sex club with them guys because he's, you know, enticing these young guys with money and things. He just buying a bunch of shit and we they take all kind of shit. They take the meat for it. And Doc Anders, he oh really grooms young teenage girls. He does to come work for him, and then he make them change their name. He make them get boob jobs. He well, make them change everything about themselves. That the because they originally introduced his partners by the names that he gave them, but you don't know that he gave them these names. So like I'm just like, okay, whatever. That's weird. Her name is China, but whatever. So then you find out he changed all these bitches' names. He changed all their names into some bullshit, and they allowed it. And one of the girls that left that's no longer with him said that basically the way he does this is he has these people come. They're very young. They're like 18, 19 years old. And the only way he – they have horrible circumstances working at his park or whatever it is. They're sleeping where, in places where there's roaches and shit. And so the only way for you to come up out of that and have better living accommodations is to Doc Anders. <laughs> so then they get involved with him. And so then they, you know, they get to sleep in a better place. Okay. He got, they each got a little house and shit, but he's, she's the one that left said that he still works them the same way he works all of the rest of them. And he set up a boob job for her without asking her. And she was like, I, I didn't think I could say no. So I just went and had the boob job. But the good thing, plus is I actually got to rest for three days while I was recovering from the surgery. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> like all, everybody involved had some relationship shit that was going on too. Because Carol has... A second husband and the first husband what happened to him is a big old question mark but everybody believed that Carol murdered her husband Carol killed that are you kidding me Carol murdered him Carol fucking killed that man she killed him I'm sorry I 100% believe that she killed him and she got away with it he is a millionaire. She took it. That's how she has her fucking parking shit is because of him. He had money. And now she got money because he disappeared. And now she's married to this other little dweeb ass looking white man. 
who better watch his ass because Carol killed people apparently, sir. The cult part of Carol is that she got all of the people working there for free. Like, they believe that they're volunteering for a good cause and she's making millions of dollars a year off of them and they so naive to just believe that they helping. And like, look forward, she has a color code system with t-shirts where after you're there for so many years, you move up in rank. And the only thing you get, because you're all volunteers, is a different fucking colored t-shirt. And they they with it. They're all proud to be five years and having a black t-shirt or whatever the fucking color code is. I don't remember. So let's talk about Joe Exotic. So Joe Exotic was the main person of the show because he's charismatic. Doc Anders is clearly boring. He just want to have sex. And Carol Baskins is boring as too. Boring too. She just want to shut them down using PETA and animal, you know, safety and shit as they used to do so. Um, I mean, she spent a considerable amount of time trying to get Joe shut up, set up. Like, they had three file cabinets full of documents yeah. related to Joe, whether it was them surveilling him or whatever they was doing to him, you know? And so, I mean, he legitimately had a case to be angry with that. And not only that, but, like, Carol Baskins, when she first started, was doing all the same things that she happened to be against now. Yep. So, Joe Exotic had a zoo. Uh, and the zoo was doing all right, but at a certain point, he started getting to the point where he got more and more uh, serious about pursuing Carol Baskins. He pursued Carol Baskins to the point that she drained all of his money. This dude named Jeff Lowe came in who had money, who supposedly supposedly had money, who was going to be helping Joe get the park back, and I don't know if this was Jeff's plan, but the, the park started doing so bad and going under that he was like, hey, the way that we can help you with this park is you could take it out of your name and put it in our name, him and his wife. And then, you know, that way she can't sue you for the park. And he was like, shit, OK. But then Jeff basically stole the zoo from him, <laughs> you know. So not only did Jeff steal the zoo from him, but then Carol Baskins amped up her shit. So she started going after his mama house and all kind of shit like she legitimately wanted that man to have nothing and it didn't she smile and say it's about the animals but it's one thing that one of the employees there said is that out of all of this shit the animals suffered more than anybody at everybody's yeah. part you know Nobody so none of this shit been about the animals about yeah so it's several things notable things that happened in joe's reign um joe exotic's reign one of them was that uh so the main dude who was telling narrating the story he was recording a reality show uh, for Joe, right, on the surface. But what he was really doing was getting footage on Joe. And, and we, really what is used here, a lot of it, is they really making fun of these people. It, it ain't really about bringing knowledge to the Tigers. It ain't about exposing the issues that happen with Tigers. It's really about picking out these people who have these really weird lifestyles and talking about their lifestyles. I mean, most of it focused on Carol Baskin's husband death. A bunch of it focused on Doc Anders' uh, sex escapades with the girls. And most of it talked about Joe Exotic's relationships with these men and all of the stuff going on with all these other people. Joe Exotic in that time also ran for governor. And then he started to run for president. And... Oh man, it was just so much shit going on in this whole thing. At the end of the day, it was white people 
white people. No consequences, being able to do what the hell they want to do, doing all these illegal ass activities, uh, owning big ass tigers. When Carol Baskin was saying that you shouldn't own tigers, but she owned tigers, that shit didn't make sense. And at the end of the day, um, so Joe Exotic, he blew up his own trailer. I think he blew up his own shit. I believe he blew that shit up too. Yeah, that wasn't arson for being able to get that. No. Yeah, because he he went in that meeting with a lawyer, <laughs> and the lawyer the lawyer was basically like, you know, he was like, so the main dude who was narrating at some point, he had to tell Joe Exotic, you know, reality is I do own you. I own all of this stuff. All, every bit of this footage is mine. Your reality show and everything I'm doing belongs to me. And so he went to the lawyer to try to figure out what he can do about it, and he realized he signed a contract that said, you know, you pretty much own me. And then he said, where's all of his recording equipment and stuff? And he was like, in, in my studio. And he was like, is that, do they have backups or anything? He was like, no. And then the lawyer was like, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> see what I mean? Like, without saying, go blow that shit up. You know, he was basically like implying that, you know, your next step can be something that... But at the end of the day, all the memes you're seeing is just about this crazy-ass story between these different three camps um, mostly focused on Joe and he was just a weirdly interesting guy. Listen, I mean, I didn't hate him in the show, but he is definitely stupid and I don't support stupid. him, but he wasn't, yeah. he, I, I did not like Doc Anders. I did not like Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin wasn't shit. Nobody in that show was likable. Okay? Yeah, nobody and was likable. And I feel like I ended up feeling bad for Joe in the end, he was the only person that got any kind of um, consequences for anything. He was the only one that went to jail. He was got illegal trouble behind this shit, and it was a lot of illegal shit going on. Now, also, there's a list not being or not getting people that's gay for pay, because what ended up happening with Joe's little harem of men, um. Travis, that Travis killing himself was not expecting that. Was not expecting me either. I, I wasn't like, even, what like, all of the spoilers I done seen for Tiger King. That part was not expected at all. Like because he was just playing with a gun. He said, "You know, you can't kill yourself with a Ruger if you don't have a clip in it." And then he was like, "See," and apparently gets shot himself. But that's what I don't know. Did he? Did he know that you could shoot yourself and did it on purpose because he was trickling down to it? Or did he really believe that you can't shoot yourself if you shoot a Ruger without a clip in it? And he did it. He was a gun enthusiast. And so I don't believe that that was accidental. I think he was very unhappy because he was the youngest of Joe's two husbands. And he wasn't even allowed to leave the fucking compound. Like, he basically was... I won't even say a prisoner because he could have left. He was a prisoner of his vices. That's what I would say. Because Joe was supplying him with weed. Joe was giving him money to buy all these guns. And he could just be high and not do shit all day. And he could have left at any time. But leaving would have meant he had to leave that behind. And so he was so, became so unhappy um, that I think he killed. I think he committed suicide. It was a crazy way in which he did it. But that's what I think and the other, the other husband was actually both out both Travis and the dude. I think his name was John. Were fucking women <laughs> at the zoo the whole time, 
And the other husband, John, got one of the girls pregnant and ran off with her. <laughs> and mm. so then Joe, two months after Travis killed himself, found, got married again to another little young man who I think he was finally, Joe had found somebody that was actually gay. Just gay for pay. Damn. That fucking shit was crazy. Like, it's just a show about, about a bunch of crazy fucked up white people. It also shows you what white people can get away with in America. Because if this was about niggas, that, it wouldn't have even been no six episodes, okay? This would never have been allowed to happen. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. This is just white people white people in, just in a different capacity, man. It's crazy. That fucking... Netflix, because... Uh, abducted in plain sight was on Netflix. <laughs> this was on Netflix. Netflix has been they do have a formula for like because like you're watching it and it's stupid, but the way that it ends, you want to see what like what I wanted to see what ended up happening with Joe, and I was very upset about the ending because he was the only one who I felt like got punished, and they all deserved to be punished because they were all fucked up people. Yeah. And I don't agree. So, I don't know. <clears throat> it is what it is. That shit was crazy. Um, it's a crazy fucking documentary. So. <laughs> well, it's pretty crazy. It was. So, if but you it haven't is seen what it, it is. even with us talking about it, don't think that we've, but like, watching it is still like, what in the fuck? Like, Seeing how flamboyant Joe is and some of the shit that he says and like how much he, he had hatred. He was making videos raping uh, well not raping but sodomizing um, Carol Basket in the mouth <laughs> with the dildo. He had, well not her. He had like a blow up doll. He found a lookalike for her because he was also a country singer apparently and had this lookalike in a music video. Bruh, that was not his fucking voice. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck he was paying for that shit, but that was not that nigga singing at all. I don't give a goddamn what nobody say. That was not his voice. That whoever was singing that shit can sing like a motherfucker. And Joe voice ain't that. <laughs> Joe's no, voice is not me. one that make that make no goddamn sense. Hell no. Nah. Sang, when he sang the song at Travis's funeral, which I thought was in, just tasteless and just don't <laughs> sound like that when he sing. <laughs> you know what that man said about about uh Travis at the at funeral. His funeral. He was like, <laughs> you know, anytime I would be sad, he would just come on over and I put my balls on his face. No, he I'm would like, put his balls on my oh, face. Oh yeah, like I'm like what. This at the funeral in front of his mama who knew he wasn't gay. <laughs> oh my god. Joe was so inappropriate. Oh. It was just it was crazy. It was a very fucking crazy six, seven episodes. <laughs> And it just keep getting worse. Like, when he blew his shit up, I thought it couldn't get no worse than that. And then it kept going. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Yeah. So, that's pretty much Tiger King as 
seen by conversation card artists. Yeah, that's what that shit is, man. So, all right. But that's all I got about it. You got anything else on your mind, boy? I do not. All right. Well, until we come to the next conversation, we out. Holla.